0: Spoiler alert, the films we review on the Slashers and Screamers podcast are guaranteed to be spoiled in full if you listen beyond this point. If you've not seen the film we're reviewing this week, I urge you to find it and watch it to your heart's content before joining us. But if you don't care and just want to listen to fun conversations, then by all means, stick around for Slashers and Screamers.
1: A vegetarian virgin studying to be a veterinarian has her first taste of meat and creates an insatiable thirst for flesh and will do whatever she can to consume it. Somebody called PETA because we watched Raw.
2: It's just a creepy movie. It definitely creeps you out for sure.
1: Somebody has to be perfect, so it might as well be
3: Talk about
1: deja vu. You love to tell the tale.
0: You gotta think like a werewolf. It's the Slashers and Screamers Podcast. You know, all the good radio stations are playing Christmas music already. It's not even December 1st.
1: I have my Christmas tree up.
0: Yeah, we, we put the tree up um, Thanksgiving Day at my mom's house. My son likes to do
1: that. I'm uh, going to send period. you guys a link, actually. I thought these were cute. I don't know what your thoughts will be, but I bought like six of them.
0: Baker's Half Dozen, okay.
1: It's this Etsy shop that makes little horror ornaments, and they were cute.
0: I'll get right on buying those.
1: They had a bunch of different options. Um, let me go to the chat, I'll put it in there.
0: You know, without so that like Christmas music, though, I'm, I'm really fucking up. Um, like, my memory is a shot, I think. I was awesome. uh, well, I was driving home, and like on the local volunteer state radio station, eighty-eight point five, WVCP. Um, they were playing Christmas music. I think it was that one, and like it got me in the mood to kind of sing along, right? And it was that jazzy stuff, you know, not any of that bullshit, you know, Mariah Carey stuff.
1: Whoa. Well Bite your tongue, sir. Well,
0: so basically um been drinking Is that Freddie Loggins, James? That better be Freddie Loggins. Or Kenny. <clears throat> That's Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Okay. Well, it, along those lines, though, that's that's what we were, uh, you know, kind of bopping to in the car, and um, whoever it is that sang the Frosty the Snowman song, you know, I was, you know, snapping on one and three, you know, one and two and three, and so I said, you know what? Let me just turn this radio off and hit up this Frosty about a line or two into it, I completely changed songs. Because you don't have the
1: words? I can't remember the words. I know every word to every song ever. but um, In the deep recesses of your mind, you know the words, but not in the regular
0: surface. I prefer to use Abyss. Um, But yeah, I I got like two, three lines into it and I just switched songs completely and I couldn't snap back to it. I even stopped, started again. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Like, my mind just wouldn't let me sing the correct words. So there I am. See, my, my stepdad will actually do that for fun. I don't know if he's doing it for fun, but he it's does It's fun it. for you. It's fun for me. Um, he he tries to sing Credence Clearwater Revivals, Have You Ever Seen the Rain? And he switches off into uh, The Things You Do for Love. <laughs> And because he's like, have you ever seen the rain and the snow when there's nowhere to go? And he—I don't know if he does it on purpose or if he does it by accident and pretends that he's doing it on purpose. But it happened to me, and I couldn't snap out of it. So I'm like, you know, Frosty the Snowman, and then all of a sudden, um, I'm like, and how the reindeer loved it. And I couldn't snap out, and I did this for the whole thirty-minute drive home. And I just came home and went to bed. Upset that I couldn't remember the words to Frosty.
1: Have you seen the Santa Claus?
0: The Tim Allen movie? Yes. Like when it was new.
1: Okay, well I just saw it.
0: For the first time ever.
1: You know, yeah, you know I'm addicted Christmas Christmas. Do I know who?
3: Dominic the
2: donkey? I <clears> do <throat> no. hey, Have you seen Jingle All the Way? Please say yes.
3: Dominic. No, no
1: I don't know what that is,
3: is. A, uh, whatchamacallit?
0: Have you seen Home Alone? Donkey.
1: I have seen Home Alone. A Christmas
3: donkey. A French Christmas donkey.
1: What?
0: Oh, see, you said French, so now, you know, Rick's ears perked up. Donkey. how how could there be a French donkey if I don't know about him?
1: There's a lot happening in my ears right now. Yeah, there's so
0: much happening. Okay, well James, we're gonna we're gonna get sued. That's cool. Fuck it. Okay. is this
1: happening right now We're
0: we right i don't want my kids to go to college it's not it's not christmas time it's thanksgiving time even though the day has passed it's october 28th at the time it's of november twenty eighth. to celebrate
3: dominic wow. the donkey
0: well listen speaking right of thanksgiving how was everybody thanksgiving
1: are we recording hmm? <clears throat> you should start telling us when we start recording no. Just a favor I'm asking.
3: Don't make me play Ram Jam Bill.
0: Don't do it because we will get sued.
3: <clears throat> You're a mean one, Mr. Ranch.
0: Well, uh, was th- okay. I mean, don't bother answering my questions, guys. I mean, okay, individually, Casey, how was your Thanksgiving? Hopefully, I already told you about my Thanksgiving.
1: I'll let didn't well, tell. He seems excited. Well, he didn't
0: tell anybody. He bragged about it.
1: Well,
0: took, welcome to bragging camp, James. Let's go. Good stuff, Bill. Yeah, you were, you were pissing and moaning about that cornbread. Oh, yeah. What's so oh, special boy. about this cornbread you made?
3: My old lady fell off a porch and twisted her ankle on Thanksgiving Eve. Did she really? So, Yeah. But she's doing better now. Wait a
0: minute. Just 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 a minute. Is she an earshot? Can mm, she yes, hear, me? He hear me? No. She can't hear me? Okay, good. I mean, James, are you not questioning that even a little bit? What's that? Just so happens to be that the day before all this cooking has to get done, I've twisted my ankle and I can't do anything?
3: No, we did all the cooking last weekend, like the weekend before Thanksgiving. Okay, the I'll day it. Thanksgiving. She hurt her ankle. So we didn't have anything to do on Thanksgiving.
0: It's it's still fishy to me because I'm outside of the home. It's really fishy. I'd look into it if I were you. I'd ask her about it after this call.
3: (laughs) I accused her, so it don't make no difference.
0: (laughs) Casey, how was yours?
1: I had an excellent Thanksgiving. What was it was so good. And um, the food was fucking fire. There was nothing this year to be putty about, really. Mostly, um, it was, it was good. About. I mean, a little bit.
0: How's mom, brothers?
1: My mom is great. My brothers are also great. Um, we did a drawing for Christmas. I'm like, we all with uh, my sister in law's family. We all get together and like everyone buys a present for someone else. And so I have to figure out what I'm gonna do for that. That's cool.
0: Yeah, shout out to the fam. Now, what, what What's your brother's Twitch channel again? I can't remember. The...
1: Uh, he, yeah, he's a big proponent of the podcast. Sometimes he talks about us on there, but it's swords, so it's S W O A R D Z. I like it.
0: It's the French and spelling. he
1: is, yeah, for sure likes to be appreciative of, you know, different swords.
0: places. S-W-O-A-R-D-Z. Oh. Yep. For
3: swords. The swords is with you. Listen. So, all these TikTok videos that play this music, they're not getting caught. They're not getting arrested.
0: So, there are here? Because, because there are audio clips that are on TikTok. They're not just taken into another software and, you know, whatever song you want to be put on there is on there. I tried that long ago. Um, Did it get they taken ta- down? And they got taken down with a quickness. Um, but if you use a sound that is already on TikTok, then that means it's been cleared and you can use it. So... Furthering my questions, Rick, how was your Thanksgiving? You didn't cook and eat your cat, did you?
2: No, I was okay. I mean, my parents are in Europe, so I just went with Jessica's family.
0: So. Well, I bet they're thankful. Maybe you not so much. <laughs> now, didn't you go to Europe lately? Well, not lately, but in the past century? Did you take no. your parents when you went? Yeah, we went... No, don't you fucking lie to me.
3: How's bragging camp going? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was all right.
3: So,
0: a so you didn't take your parents when you were
2: No, we did. It was a family trip.
0: Oh, so your parents went
2: with you and without you. They're retired. so They went on a three-week cruise.
0: Okay. Three weeks so, um,
1: on a boat? Yeah, they're retired. Ugh. I don't think all the dreaming in the world could keep me well on
3: that. A three-hour tour. Yeah,
1: still- I could do a three-hour tour. Three I weeks, though, so. I'm, I'm dead. Was
3: getting lost, and Rick's parents were sunk. Well, Gilligan, <laughs> and the skipper, too.
0: See how long this goes.
2: <laughs> they, they went to seven countries, I think, six countries. <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: Well, that's nothing. James has played football in seven counties.
3: <laughs> I once went to seven counties in one night.
0: <laughs> you know I've done
3: in a while. Two, I once stood on two different states, Bill. I was my right foot was in Virginia and my left foot was in Tennessee.
1: Are you, Mandy, yeah. Moore in a walk to remember? <laughs> she does that.
0: <laughs> she does that. It's yeah, it ironic. I like
1: final wishes before she dies is to be in two what places what at once. And he takes her. He takes her out to a state line.
3: I know what she can do. <laughs> Onward, Bill. What about this?
0: So one foot in Tennessee and one foot in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, is that, is that what you said?
3: No, I said Virginia.
0: I always walked in on a, an ex-girlfriend of mine who had one foot towards New York and one towards L.A. <laughs> it's more of a pointing in those directions kind of a situation, though. That
3: sounds like a personal problem, Bill. Yeah, just
0: <laughs> guilt running down her chin,
1: that bitch. Billy.
0: <laughs> well, you know what we haven't done in a while? no we haven't we haven't played cracked the case Yay. and i was actually telling my sister over thanksgiving that because she's the one that you know bought me this game when i was like nine or ten and it never got played and uh i said hey you know what we're doing on the podcast she says what i knew she didn't know because she ain't fucking listening <laughs> i said we're playing crack the case and she pretended to be interested says, oh okay good <laughs> You guys know the rules. So let's get after it. This case is called Two Sloppy Spies. It had been a long day. The spy sat in his room and opened his briefcase. As he looked in an envelope of secret documents, he knew immediately that someone had tampered with it. The spy mentally retraced his day's activities and suddenly he exclaimed, I know where it happened. So where did the breach occur? And how did the spy deduce it? I don't know if this is a a crime. It's probably a case for him. But we're going to open the line of questioning with Ravishing Rick. Damn it. All
2: right. We're going to open
0: the line of questioning with Final no. Girl Casey. No, we're not. <laughs> we're Super gonna great. open the line of questioning with the Godfather of Droll, James. Was did the
3: spot?
0: done <laughs> it. What's your question, Rick?
3: Listen here, Rick. <laughs> you had your chance. That's my turn.
0: Somebody asked me a question. Did the guys know each other? Yes. <laughs> Ow, James. <sighs> let's like handle your afflictions off your microphone.
3: Well, Bill, I had to hook up this damn tractor fork the other day, and
0: <sighs> oh, so and... you're making all these grunting noises, so someone will ask, "Hey, James, what's wrong <laughs> with you, pal?" <laughs> I'm injured, Just Bill. Just dying to be noticed. Down for the count? Well, start the count. So the fight can be over.
3: What's your question? All right, Bill. What's going on here? Who did That's what did I'm it? asking you. Why did they do it? Can you read that again? Because I was... Uh wasn't paying attention.
0: That's a good enough reason. It had been a long day. The spy sat in his room and opened his briefcase. As he looked in an envelope of secret documents, he knew immediately that someone had tampered with it. The spy mentally retraced his day's activities. Suddenly he exclaimed, I know where it happened. The mystery, where did the breach occur and how did the spy deduce it? That means how'd he figure it out? Hmm. And Rick's question was, did they know each other? And the answer was yes, they did. Now you to know the spy and the person who tampered with the documents.
3: They better quit tampering with them documents, Bill.
0: if I was the a spy, spy, I'd use like one of those Coke cans that, you know, or those uh Those little secret compartments that looks like a coat can.
3: I would use uh, the Barbersaw can like in uh, Dress It Park. Oh, yeah. Good call. Let me get a good shave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you shave with documents. (laughs) R.I.P. Mitch Hedberg. Hmm.
3: I have no idea, but all I can think of right now is the Netflix show Red Notice and Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. And that one old well, gal, Gal Gabbitt.
1: Gal Gadot?
3: Well, you better go if you got to do something like that. Okay. <laughs> Ask your question,
1: James.
0: Yeah, I've been oh, waiting a million years for this question.
3: What, man? What What happened to the briefcase?
0: Rephrase does your question.
3: The, does the briefcase have anything to do with it?
0: Yes, it's what was tampered with. <laughs> Casey, your you, question.
3: You never want to deal with a tampered briefcase. Never. Casey, your question.
1: Were the papers in the briefcase out of order?
3: Irrelevant. Okay. They were tampered with.
2: Pickles? Were the papers a type of secret document?
0: (laughs) Yes, they were. JB? So,
3: we got to figure out who tampered with them and how he knows they were tampered with.
0: Yes, Casey. Your question. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> sorry that got me.
3: Danger, Robinson. Danger.
1: Um, what indicated to the spy that it had been tampered with? No,
3: I Rephrase can't ask your like that.
1: Hold on. Yeah.
3: You can't ask that question.
1: I'm so sorry, James. Um. Let me think. Okay. Was there something missing that indicated that it had been tampered with?
0: I don't know. Okay. Pickle Rick. Following this around, the first clue will be given, by the way. thank god
2: was there anything else that was
0: tampered with besides the briefcase
3: it is
0: but I... A... I don't know <laughs> 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 yeah the <laughs> the seal had been broken hadn't it james
3: <laughs> it sounded like tupperware <laughs>
0: James, I am awaiting your question.
3: Oh, I thought Rick was still answering a question.
0: Well, he had asked his question, which was, um, had anything else been tampered with? Uh-huh. To which I, I do not know. I only know that the spy noticed that it had been tampered with, and now he thought, now I know where it happened. Huh. So,
3: was there an indication on the briefcase that he knew where it happened?
0: No. Casey? Um. Uh...
1: Was the briefcase out of his possession at any point throughout the day purposely?
0: Out of his possession? Yes.
1: Yeah. And it was purposely out of his possession.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yes to your... Compound question. Yes. Okay. All right. Clue number one. When the breach occurred, the spy's face was covered. Rick. Um,
2: <clears throat> were, were, were they wearing like a mask to cover their face?
0: A mask? <laughs> yes and no. Or I guess define what you mean by mask. Disguise? Huh? Were they wearing a, a disguise? No, there was no disguise. Jables? Uh...
3: Did the spy know the person that tampered with the briefcase?
0: I believe that answer was yes from Rick's first question. So, Casey?
1: Did the spy go on a flight earlier that day?
0: No. Clue number two is national security had been compromised by a scallop. Boy, that fucked it all up, didn't it? Rick?
3: (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh,
2: Were they part of like a secret agency like CIA or FBI or anything like that?
0: I don't know. Definitely does not specify which outfit they're with.
3: Outfit.
0: Well, there would be an outfit, wouldn't it, James?
3: I guess, Bill.
0: Wait, who's the leader of this outfit, right?
3: That's a gang, Bill.
0: Well, whatever. Whose question is it?
1: James,
0: James, yeah. it's your question.
3: Did the spy get choked on a scallop, Bill?
0: How did I know that an eatery was the first place your your mind was going to go? Nope, not choking on a scallop. So the, you just think that the the spy is choking on this scallop, and somebody's going to go looking through his special documents? <laughs> nope, now's my <laughs> shot. After
3: they, covered his ma- after they covered his face with an oxygen mask. After choking on that scallop. Yeah.
0: Oxygen masks are famous for covering your eyes. Oh, his eyes were covered? Well, <laughs> how else would he not see it? His face I was, was not- covered.
3: Oh. Well, you said <laughs> yes and no.
0: When I don't want you to see something, James, I'm going to put my hand over your mouth.
3: Did they put scallops over his eyes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Casey, please save me. Did, they,
3: did a, a, another spy pinpoint accurate throw two scallops in this man's face? <laughs> oh, my eyes!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's Irish now. An Irish Rick. spy. <laughs> 00,
3: 007 pulled again by a scallop. <laughs> looks like a scallops in my eye (laughs) I forgot one thing safety glasses 007
0: well that's odd
3: (laughs) welcome to the rock scallop in my eye mini (laughs) penna
0: just gonna give you all the room you need to run with this one James (laughs)
3: I smell scallops. <laughs> <laughs> my my one weakness, man, I is scallops.
0: <laughs> Casey, please.
1: Um, uh, just, this is Ooh. kind of a going on a limb. I don't think it's right, but was the spy at the spa?
3: There ain't no scallops at the spa. I don't
1: know their shells. Doesn't necessarily mean scallop the food.
0: For, for the sake of <laughs> not going back to James' Sean Connery impressions, because heaven knows that's the only James Bond he's going to acknowledge. <laughs> I mean, Roger Moore be damned. The, I can't do
3: a Roger Moore.
0: The spy was not at a spa, but he was at
1: Can you tell me what you're telling me right now?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm telling you like he w- he wasn't at the spa, but he was at a barbershop.
3: The so, spy was at the spa eating scallops.
1: So the spy was at the barbershop.
0: The spy Can was at the your... spa eating soup.
1: Do you cover your eyes at the barbershop?
0: Is this your question? Yes, you do sometimes. Rick, you your don't question.
3: It's you, you the MVP. They put the hot towel on your face.
0: What? I don't yeah. go to that barbershop. James anymore. goes to sport clips, apparently. Uh, they put a hot Where towel
1: on they... your face like they do yeah. during a pedicure? Every Shop.
0: Wash your hair. Oh. Shop, no. We don't just uh, go in and talk about sports and get a haircut and leave.
3: Yeah. You know that like tub that girls lean back in, you know, on the further hair. I'm
1: familiar, yeah. They got one in
3: there and you put your head in it and they put this you either get a hot towel or a cold towel wrapped around your face. So they massage your your temples.
0: But because the towels over your face you don't know what they're putting on your temples. I, I, I don't
3: know who's tampering with my briefcase while I'm in there but
0: Rick I believe it's your question
2: where these five together for a long time
0: yes James, your question, or actually, uh, Rick, if, if you want to try to solve this,
3: Rick, solving it, man. Huh?
2: <laughs> I don't know, Pat.
3: No, oh,
0: what, James? Hang on. He passed to you, James.
3: Hang on, Bill. Does anybody else think Rick's dad is Pierce Brosnan?
1: I hadn't considered it previously.
0: Maybe not Pierce Brosnan, but definitely not Daniel Craig. Maybe that that James Bond that nobody remembers is it Timothy Dalton?
3: Timothy Dalton and the best James Bond ever. I
0: mean, my dad, We already we already talked about Roger Moore.
2: Dad is almost six foot four, so.
0: Well, okay. So he's not like the agile type. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on, Rick. Hang on. Look, look, let's back up for a second. Your agile dad is six, four?
3: six foot four.
0: Oh, yep. Your dad is six, four. Is your mom like two feet tall? What's your dad's email? <laughs> he's George
3: Lazenby.
0: <laughs> that's the, that's the James Bond that nobody knows.
3: That's the James Bond, the very first James Bond, and uh, so Connery wasn't the first. Casino now, Casino Royale, like the very first James Bond, is some weird guy. Okay, Rick's dad.
0: Okay, good job, Rick. <laughs> I wonder you're balling. Okay, so back to this question: Your dad's six four, so your mom must be like two and a half feet tall. <laughs> He can be an
3: agile six four. I mean, I don't know why he...
2: Five,
0: three. okay, James, I'm not being derogatory about Rick's father, I promise lumbering around what the hell do you mean he can't be agile? <laughs> What's Rick's dad ever done to you to say he's not agile? I dad played college b- baseball and basketball in high school, so it's pretty agile oh, that, well, hey that don't impress me, buddy, Okay.
3: Like- he also held Rick's forehead. I well, tried to run at him and Rick Kiki to get to him because he's holding his head.
0: I <laughs> can't reach him. Because Rick is what, like 5'7", 5'8"? 5'6". Huh? 5'6". I would have just said, yeah, Rick. Whew. Golly. So 6'4", 5'6". That's something. Yep. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know uh, what it Should could mean. Should we all go
1: around and talk about how tall our parents are, Billy?
0: Yeah. My, okay. My 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 dad <laughs> was six one. I'm six feet. My mom's like five five five, maybe five. Yeah, five five. James, both your parents are decently tall. Your dad's over six feet, right? It's like six uh, one, six, six two. Foot. Well in, in his heyday he, he's he's also, you know, sixty years old, so um he's he's lost an inch or two on the height. I bet at at his peak he was six one, six two. 6'2".
3: Mm, probably.
0: Yeah. And and your mom for uh for a gal, pretty tall.
3: She's a I mean, gigantor.
0: Yeah, she is a gigantor. <laughs> But well, she's about five nine, five ten. No, she's like six foot
3: tall, Bill. Well,
0: I no, hang on. I, I saw her at the the marching band meet not long ago. She's she's gotten shorter.
3: Well, she's old too now, so she probably lost some height.
0: Okay, okay. Hey, let me tell you a story about James's mom. Um,
3: the twin towers and a basketball.
0: You're goddamn right. I was just about to say that James and I, when we were like early teens, maybe like preteens, you know, 11, 12, something like that. We uh, go with James's mom up to the civic center in Gallatin, Tennessee, and we're just doing everything, playing ping pong, um, shooting basketball, whatever you do to keep from exercising, but it really be exercise. While mom's up on the the upper level track, just like running her ass off, just ear to pocket the whole time for like six hours, I don't know. And she comes down. We're playing ball, and we're like, "Hey, James, let's school your mom at some basketball. We've been shooting for a while. We'll eat her up." Man, James's mom cooked us for dinner. <laughs> like. Like, got down in the post, boxed me out, like, throwing bows like world peace. It was <laughs> bananas. And that's where my respect for women began and, and ended.
1: It did not end.
0: Listen, that was embarrassing. Never again would I respect a woman after yeah. just being eaten alive on the basketball court. <laughs> I mean, like, ate us up.
3: She was pretty but good anyway, on the court.
0: Pretty damn good. And, and had a sister, same height. Still has a sister, same height. um. And they were on the same basketball team, so that's, like, already an advantage. Um, And both of them were just fucking ballers. Now, we're talking about a 2A, 3A, you know, high school, but this is still, like, baller-level, you know, ability. So crazy. But anyway, hey,
3: they're, we're we're they're back to...
0: Yeah, they're pretty mean. They Casey, I know both head. of your parents are under five six. Me? Yeah. Your no. No. A clan of hop Mom mom's mom's
1: mm. pretty tall.
3: They lived in a hole.
1: Before she had like literally ten back okay, surgeries, so she was probably like five eleven.
0: Okay, so now she's she's a little like, bit shorter. Adver- She's had vertebrae removed, and she's like five. Everything's now.
1: fused. Um, she's, like, she's probably my height, and I'm five nine.
0: Yeah, you're pretty pretty tall. I'll still fucking dunk on you, though.
1: I will meet you somewhere, and we will <laughs> videotape this for the podcast.
3: I lived in a hole in a meadow and a hollowed out tree.
1: I don't. I Whose question was it? I think it was James's.
0: James, yeah. is your question. Because Rick passed. Uh, His question is still alive.
3: So, he got ganked in a barbershop by... <laughs>
1: <who>? <laughs> Did we ever clarify that he's injured? <laughs> I think he's fine.
0: Well, hang on. No, no, no. Ganked does not mean uh, shanked. <laughs> ganked means mean? he got stole on. Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got ganked. He got Giggy ganked.
0: God damn it. Ooh, shit. So, you think you oh, got man, ganked so, at the uh, barber shop?
3: Yeah, so. Uh, but what scallops got to do with he, he this? You come in there. Got some scallops. Said, give me that briefcase. That's my briefcase.
0: And they you just threw them at him like those acorns on Willow.
3: <laughs> Here's some scallops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, James. We're just gonna give it to you. Fuck it. This has been going on for too long. Um, <laughs> the sealed, <laughs> the sealed padded envelope had been opened with the help of a small pair of scissors with scalloped edges. James doesn't even know that's a thing. Uh, the spy recognized the cuts as the work of a pair of cuticle scissors, the kind used by the pe- the pretty <laughs> the petty manicurist at the barber shop he had visited that afternoon. The briefcase he recalled now had been out of his sight for a full minute while the barber had placed a hot towel over his head and massaged his temples <laughs> 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 that's <laughs> when <laughs> that's when he realized that this particular clip joint clipped not only his hair but his secrets as well. Guys, James, congratulations on that. You win a big pile of absolutely nothing
3: hell I ever got that. <laughs> Well, you Out did the, <laughs> scalloped and damn.
0: <laughs> I don't know what scalloped edges
1: means. Yeah, you do. Curved like a shell.
0: Oh, that's all that means. Okay, I was like, thinking yeah, of the blade itself, like what? the, the so edge. The curved,
3: curved edge. Why well, they say scallops? Scallops ruined my wedding.
1: Scallops <laughs> <I laughs> ruined allergic. my wedding. I am allergic,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, guys just hey. to edges,
1: yeah, that too know.
0: well, <laughs> yeah, it, if somebody stabs me with scalloped edges, I will die,
1: <laughs> specifically cuticle scissors
0: yeah, yeah, no matter how deep anyway, guys, listen, too tiny what watch what this are we movie? here to do? I watched this movie,. <laughs>
1: Rick, James.
0: Oh, James is already yawning at the thought of this movie, so let's uh, let's get this thing rolling before he falls asleep. This I did pick
1: another foreign film knowing what I was getting into. This
0: movie
3: made me physically it ill.
1: It made a lot of people physically ill at its original screening. They said mm-hmm. up to 30 people left the room. But they they were had slaves. to call ambulances.
3: I was one of those people.
0: <laughs> it was, I was icky. Number 27. I had to pause it
1: at one point.
0: Really? Okay. So Well see. I was
1: eating, so I paused it to go put my food away.
0: <laughs> Rick, do you have a rundown for this film?
2: That I do, yes.
0: Alright, give it to us. Hard All and right. fast.
2: Uh I'm gonna i I'm gonna say a disclaimer, I'm obviously gonna mispronounce the French people's names. I'm not French. You better so. fucking
0: hope you don't.
2: Uh to our listeners. Dominic
0: the donkey. Is
3: in this movie?
2: Um, we did the movie Raw, came out in 2016. It is a French-Belgian drama slash horror slash coming-of-age film. It was directed by Julia du- 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 Cornel, Um Don't know what Strike one,
0: one right there. Director.
2: Uh, it stars the main characters of <clears throat> Justine, Justine. played. Gerrance Marilier. Alexa is played by Ella Rump. Uh, Adrian is played by Raba Othella. Um, The dad is Laurent Lucas. The mom is Joanna Priest. Uh, The professor is Jean Louis Sabilly. I don't know. Really? Uh,
1: After that one? Getting sexy
2: and, with it now. Yeah. Filmed in France, 99 Minutes, Uh, was released May 14, 2016 at the Cannes Film Festival. Then released uh, almost a year later, on March 15, 2017, in Belgium and France. Um, it only... Its budget was 3.48 3. million euros. That's 3.8 million US. And the box office only did 3.1 in the box office. So it didn't even... Really make its budget. Um, anyway, that's what we did. We did well.
0: Well, you know, this film, uh, you might have said this was rated R for <laughs> get this, aberrant behavior, bloody and grisly images, strong sexuality, nudity, language, and drug use, and worst of all, perhaps deserving of an NC 17 rating. For partying.
1: (laughs) I mean, all those things are true. This movie is very severe.
0: In every way. Yeah, I mean, there's
1: nothing else I can say to really encompass everything. If you go to the Parents' Guide on IMDb, that shit's full.
0: (laughs) It's like the Parents' Guide is other movies' trivia section. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, this one starts out, you know, a lot of films that, we, that we've that we done here start off with some form of travel via vehicle. There's a car in a lot of these opening scenes. So, not only is this movie known for its partying, but also for the opening <laughs> random unexpected car crash. So, I didn't grasp this at first, but like what caused the crash? Was it the girl laying on the road? Yeah. Okay. See, I, I watched this scene twice, and the first time I thought it was like someone who was thrown from the car, and I don't know why I thought that.
1: I mean, I guess I could see where you're coming from, but no, it's the other one.
0: Yeah, I just didn't know where they were going with it. Like, it, it's a, it's a blank slate at this time. I didn't even watch a trailer for this thing. I just hit Same. play and you know ran with it.
1: Well, I'm not a trailer person though. Yeah, I don't you often do avoid watch trailers. a trailer. I don't like, you'll spoil. avoid a
0: trailer. Eh, well, oh, yeah. that's the thing. Nowadays, movies have started to spoil a lot of things in trailers.
1: They have for years. I hate it.
0: A lot that's of them, though, there's them. some teaser stuff. The Other things are just straight-up spoilers. Like, okay, if I'm being honest about it, I watched the Godzilla vs. Kong trailers numerous times like time and time again. Um and at That's one point like your because thing, though. well it is. Yeah, Godzilla is like my, you know, m- you know, MCU. Um but there was this older gentleman that I wanted to kind of sell on the movie so when it came out we would, you know, watch it and like he'd never like gotten into any Godzilla Kong type you know kaiju movies, so I was like, you know what, I'm gonna sell you know sell this movie on this guy, and they're like, hey man, the trailer dropped, so I pull out the laptop, we watched the trailer, and he was emotionally invested in it. Um, especially when I told him the um well, the I, I guess Kong King Kong being an allegory for you know the human slave trade uh mm. you know between africa and you know america and all the uh i guess similarities in the story and whether or not that was um you know purposely done it's still something that we can draw parallels about um so he being you know an, an old black man he's like you know what kong's my fucking guy now i never knew that so kong's my fucking guy So, we always made a joke about, you know, me being Godzilla, him being King Kong, and we were going to fight it out on the movie drop day. Um, I'd have fucked him up, by the way, because he's like 65. But anyway, when that trailer dropped, I watched these trailers time and time again, pausing it at the beginning of every new scene, or every new, I guess, section of that trailer. And they fucking ruined the fact that, Godzilla was going to be in the film. Once yeah, that's because, exactly
1: the kind of shit that infuriates me.
0: Yeah, now it did take me pausing it and watching it a bunch of times to catch it. But once I knew it and the cat was out of the bag, I was just like, okay, I guess it's... But... It was ruined. So I'm, I'm with you on that, but I can't avoid trailers, at least watching them once. I might not, you know, pause them every five seconds and dissect every view, but, you know. But, you know, I, I didn't know if this crash scene, like, what it did for the story, or, or if it was just, like, the random, you know, unnecessary nudity that made Showgirls the fine film that it was. I didn't know where they were going with this. I hear somebody mumbling. Are you saying that Showgirls was not a fine film?
1: You didn't hear me saying shit.
0: It was probably Rick groaning over there. Oh no, it's James never that. Bad, baby. Okay, okay. Crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, back in the day, man, Elizabeth uh, oh. Berkeley. You know that that was like forbidden fruit, man, because she was on Saved by the Bell, and we're like, wait a minute, I'm 11 years old, and I know that. You know, there's going to be, you know, one of the Saved by the Bell girls going to be naked on, on film? It's, it's like unheard it's of. cat shit out here, baby. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, you know, okay. So let's go back to the, the vomiting in movie theaters and and whatnot. Like, due to, <laughs> due to the graphic nature of this film, There there were theaters handing out custom made vomit bags. God damn it, James. (laughs) Hustle, hustle, hustle. What are you doing? Hang on, Bill. What are you doing? Why do I have to hang on for you to get back in the house? (laughs) I had to go outside and get this
3: paperwork, Bill, to be in the Christmas parade. I'm in my underwear, and it's cold outside.
0: (laughs) Moving on. Speaking of vomit bags. At a screening at Gothenburg Film Festival, several attendants in the audience fainted and vomited. And these are the 30 people that you guys alluded to earlier. Like, how bad does a movie have to be? Because I've never had this happen. I've never been so squeamish in a movie that I fainted nor vomited what is going on in y'all's minds that leaves you this way i i don't understand it either like there this is tame compared
2: to some things i've seen so this wasn't really shocking to me at all it's probably
0: tame compared to things that you participated in rick you nasty bastard
1: (laughs) (laughs) i get squeamish pretty easily i get icked out like not necessarily like i can watch Old shit from the 80s where it's like super fake looking and stuff, but like the better things have gotten at looking real every once in a while it's for my stomach. Like watching this, there was a moment we'll get to later where I had to pause it and kind of walk around for a few minutes and like hide myself back up. Okay.
0: I mean we're all in different places mentally as far as it, you know, grossness goes.
1: James so says were you he like... got grossed out.
0: James probably watched this between the cracks of his fingers. That's just James. Okay. Well, you know, okay, so how were you when you first saw the movie Saw?
3: I watched it.
0: James, nobody's saying you didn't watch the movie this time. <laughs> the crack of my finger. crack of my hand.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so... James, do you get squeamish on these movies?
3: Sometimes.
0: Okay. Well, I just don't. I guess Rick doesn't either. So we're 50 50 on this. Now, I've, I've yet to see movies that a lot of people claimed to be just really bad. Um, the Green Inferno, yeah. Uh, cringy. Um, definitely, like, ugh. But. Like at no point was I, was I like, oh god, I got to turn away. Um, I've still not seen the Human Centipede nor any of the following films. It's Gross. So it strikes me as not so much horrific as shock inducing.
1: Oh, raw meat. It's definitely like nasty shock value stuff.
0: Okay. Well, this film is one of Hideo Kojima's favorites. Well, from the year 2018. Do you guys know Hideo Kojima?
1: No. Of
0: He's only the yeah. greatest. Oh, yeah. He's only the greatest uh, video game director, I guess. Uh, is is that what his role was with Metal Gear Solid? I mean, yeah. I would say, yeah. He's the best. Yeah. One of the best. Yeah. He, like, because that's my favorite saga of any video game ever and he's you know the the main man there but back to I guess the story you know Justine is our main character and she's off to college and what a wholesome adventure she's about to go on guys
3: I thought it was veterinary school
0: well that's still like a, a you know like a trade college right
1: yeah, I mean, she moved out.
0: Yeah, that's college to me.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: God damn it, James! Well, we just minimize it. Why don't you? Just minimize it. This girl's going to veterinary school, trying to do her best. <laughs> oh, it's just veterinary school.
1: And she's a virgin. I know I touched on that in my opening, but it is important. A virgin.
0: Yeah, a vegan virgin, a vegan virgin <laughs> <laughs> <A> vegan vegan <laughs> veterinarian.
1: So right yeah, off of exactly. Jump Street,
0: like she's smack dab in the middle of a hazing ritual. All right, which I guess seems pretty mild after having completed like Navy basic training, at least the first part here. Um but this doesn't seem like regular hazing for like a fraternity or sorority. Like it's oh, the whole veterinary program is being hazed like this. Am I understanding this right?
1: Outside during the daytime,
0: no less. Yeah, this is like everyday normal shit, like the ticking of the clock. So like part of this and it all just like seems so casual, and not the clusterfuck I would think goes into such madness. Is eating raw animal meat. What was in the little thing on the desk? Like the first time that she's, you know, made to eat this? It's like rabbit something. It was rabbit
1: kidneys.
0: Kidneys. Rabbit kidneys. Yeah. And of course, we just said that she is a vegan virgin. And supposedly the whole family's vegan. Which sounds like a horror in itself. But. Justine's sister. It's pretty good now. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Casey Just
1: saying it's gotten better from, cause I was a vegetarian for like eight years and the vegetarian food that I was eating when I was 13 is mm, horrible compared to like the cool shit that they can make now.
0: I'll take your word for that. Cause I just had like this fucking barbecue that my brother-in-law made Listen, James, I should have brought this up during the the Thanksgiving talk. My brother-in-law just got himself a smoker. And he brought over some of the best fucking barbecue I've ever had. So I guess I'm about to be $700 poorer really soon.
3: You ain't had my barbecue bill?
0: I'm pretty sure I have, James.
3: You ain't had my barbecue. You can get you an electric smoker for like 300 bucks.
0: Yeah, if I want to be down there with all the poverty people, I'm I'm trying to rub elbows with America's elite. Bobby so Flay
1: is leaving the Food Network. Billy can take over in his place.
0: <laughs> Just season your meat. That's all you got to do. Channel over. <laughs> but listen, okay, so rabbit kidneys here and like the, the the whole family's vegan, and supposedly allegedly Justine's sister Alex Alexa whatever she's there at the school too she's she's already uh you know enrolled she's been at this school for a while now she's one of the elder um you know people from the the school so she's one that's kind of pushing this hazing on while little sister Justine's going through it for the first time. But Alex convinces Justine to just shut the fuck up and eat the rabbit kidney. Eat some herself. Which is
1: disgusting.
0: It is just so fucking disgusting. You ever eat any raw meat, James?
3: No, Bill. I hate... When I put blood at raw meat, it makes
1: me sick. Well, you, I Rick? do have to double back because I was just saying it was really gross, but I do eat, like, sushi and stuff. That's
0: different.
1: That's raw not meat, like,
0: It is, but it's also, like, it has to be sushi grade, which means things are done to it. Yeah. To make sure that you're, yeah, healthy. Rick, <laughs> I know that, you've eaten some raw meat, you nasty bastard.
3: You ever seen that old man make that popcorn? He blows a whistle and pulls that string. Never, Rick. Have you ever eaten raw meat? What the
2: fuck is he talking about? No, I'm, I'm eating sushi.
0: So, James, no. do you eat
3: sushi? Yeah, but it's cooked, like shrimp and fucking. Uh, crab meat um, <laughs> I don't ever get the raw stuff
0: okay yeah I, I, mean, I, I don't eat like, sushi I don't
3: think I could physically put a raw piece of anything in my mouth
2: y'all are missing out sushi's so good I don't I even also, call it sushi
1: I had I sushi. one time but it was gross
0: hmm so two of y'all are some gross bastards. I can tell you that right now.
1: Which ones?
0: Well, you and Rick. Hang on.
1: Is it the sushi thing or is it personal?
0: Oh, it's definitely the sushi thing. And, well, it's, okay. it's also personal. It's both. Cool. It's definitely cool. both. Right, because I shower in, in the morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and because I say pecan.
3: All right, Bill. Check your inbox.
0: I've checked it. This isn't very audibly. Oh, okay. So, horror Christmas snowflake ornament. So, it looks like there's a Carrie Christmas ornament that James wants me to order for him.
1: (laughs) Is that the link that I sent?
3: That's her her link. Oh, wait a minute. What I sent you.
0: Oh, I don't even have anything.
3: Short to un- on cultured swine,
0: Rick. Was this something you sent me on Facebook? Yeah. This is this is probably not very audibly attractive to our listeners, but I'm going to indulge you, James. I'm going to see what the hell you just sent me and figure out if it's even worth talking about. I'll edit this shit out so fast and I make like your fucking head spin. Head.
3: He's probably got the slowest internet known to mankind. You just gotta watch the first of it, where he blows the whistle and pulls that string. That's all it is. Well,
0: fuckface, what did you tell me to do with it? (laughs) I just told you to watch the first of it. No, you bastard! You said show Rick, so I forwarded it to yeah, Rick. because Rick didn't know what the hell I was talking about either. Megan, y'all get on my popcorn. nerves every every week of this fucking show. Y'all get on my nerves.
3: Megan popcorn with a cannon. And...
1: <laughs> well, hey, listen, y'all. Talk about the movie. Don't worry, yeah.
3: that's what I'm interested in, Bill. <laughs>
0: Well, we had that whole opening segment, and you just want to bring it up right in the middle of this hazing ritual where people are eating raw bunny rabbit kidneys.
3: I watched Tropic Thunder this week, Bill. So, so some time
0: passes. So, some time passes after eating this rabbit kidney, and we see Justine wake up in bed. She's a little uncomfortable. Got a little. She's like thrashing. Well, she's at th- at first. She's yeah, kind of kind of uneasy there in bed and like got, got that itch going on. But like when she turns on that light, she is completely eaten up with rashes. Now, I'm not like an ASMR type of guy, but
1: oh what? Oh AS okay.
0: Yeah, but those scratching sounds. As she's just clawing at her skin tore me to pieces.
1: In what manner <sighs>
0: Because I suffer from some dry skin at times. Um, y'all aren't on my HIPAA forms, it doesn't fucking matter. but uh yeah, like I can relate. that scratching and it is like oh god and the sounds the sounds were just so like right in your ears like I just knew that there was a ton of skin under her nails from the way that sounded this scene just kind of okay I could do without it did did y'all not think that this was like the worst scene in the world just to hear it
1: um, I did not like how it sounded, no.
0: I didn't like how it looked at all, but I hated how it sounded. I think it was worse because I was watching with headphones.
1: Oh, that would definitely
2: intensify it. But I think if it wasn't,
0: I don't think it would be that, that
1: bad. It was noticeably gross, and I think Tell the me sound your TV probably sound like, sucks.
0: that. Tell me your TV sound sucks without telling me your TV sound sucks, Rick. Oh, shit. Well, one constant thought I had about this, really from the moment Justine got to college, was like the real horror for me in all this would be the forcing of like group activities.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you would never join a sorority or a frat.
0: Not in a million years. Not in one billion trillion titty million years. And the inconsiderate roommate. Also that. That that's also a problem. But we all agree that while none Didn't of this consider is like, it
1: like the blowjob thing?
0: Um like yeah like she's sleeping, in comes the roommate, hey my
1: roommate's asleep. Oh, okay, yeah, I had forgotten that yeah, part.
0: Constantly doing the hibbity dibbity and like yeah. No consideration whatsoever. But we all agree that while none of this is like Everyday activity. Like, none of it is really outside the realm of what to expect in a hazing situation. Right? I mean, it's not like this is all batshit crazy at this point. Eating the raw
1: meat to me is. But I guess I've heard of people eating goldfish.
0: Here's the thing. Like, we've watched Fear Factor. True. Drinking bile. Um... Yeah, like, while it, it, it would be gross coming out of a fresh body, like, part of me is like, okay, they, like, prep this to where it's not going to get anybody sick. Obviously, if everybody's doing it, then maybe, you know, whatever. I don't know. But it just didn't strike me as, like, really bad. It struck me as bad, but it's, like, voluntarily bad. Like, I'm there because I want to be. Nobody just woke me up out of my civilian bed and said, Hey, you're doing this now. But where it started to kind of get weird to me was when Justine steals that Salisbury steak and shoves it down in her pocket, like gravy dripping out of her coat and everything. It It was uncomfortable. And it was also just out of left field. Like what's happening here? Yeah. It was a hamburger. Well, I think that's what he called it. Same
1: thing as a Salisbury steak. No. no. Okay. okay. It sounds
0: steak got like gravy on it and stuff.
1: You could put gravy on a hamburger.
0: Yeah, if you want to ruin it. Yeah. I put tomato gravy on mine. I call it ketchup. <clears throat>
3: okay. I put. Uh, uh, here comes
0: James because we're talking about hamburgers.
3: Put gravy on my hamburger steaks, Bill.
0: Yeah, hamburger steak, different completely.
3: Brown <laughs> gravy.
0: Yeah, I mean, what what else would you put? I mean, I use a one because I am fucking rich. But so, all right, we've we've got the. I thought it was a Salisbury steak. He called it a hamburger, but I am just judging because it's like there it was all that gravy on it, and it just like I, I thought because of the translation. That, you know, he just used hamburger for like an, I guess, a general term. But, I mean, at that 7-Eleven, or it wasn't a 7-Eleven, I called it a 7 at that convenience store with a roommate, I mean, Justine's like, she's absolutely murdering this Philly steak, too.
1: And then yeah, later, she, si- that yeah,
0: shit. she, yeah, killed it. And later, sitting in front of her fridge, sniffing that raw chicken or fish or whatever it was, I can't remember. Chicken. Like, yeah so for a gal who's allegedly vegetarian vegan uh she's trying to get them you know meat sweats all of a sudden like what's really going on here
2: i i didn't understand something about that scene at the gas station why when she's with that guy does the random dude come up and start rubbing the dude on the ear and the guy doesn't tell him to get away he doesn't tell him to stop i was like what the hell
0: it was very awkward so when you've uh Worked at, I don't want to disparage any welcome centers in the Tennessee area, nor Kentucky, nor anywhere in America. But when you have a place where there are resting truck drivers, you are also probably going to be exposed to some people of the night, might we say?
2: Uh, get away and turn away and say, stop touching me. Or I mean, you just...
0: Unless, not I'm not talking about the driver being the person of the night. Um, I'm talking maybe the friend here, um, the roommate, I say the friend, the roommate of Justine, might regularly go there. And that driver may be familiar with said roommate.
1: Right. That's kind of what I had assumed. Was I Yeah. Think, uh, okay,
0: so... Trying to not disparage any, any professions, but have you ever heard the term "lot lizard"?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Ricus Maximus.
1: Yeah, no.
2: Have I'm, you ever? Heard? The thing is, I don't. I they didn't. I think
0: it. the roommate might be a lot lizard. i So, and do you it, grasp what I'm saying now?
2: Yeah, I did it now. I, just, I didn't.
1: Okay, pick so a, that's why you didn't push him I away. Just, I just kind of took it to mean that the roommate was on some ho shit.
0: Yeah. The roommate is definitely on some ho shit. And so was the truck driver. And you know what? Bless them both for it. You only live once. So,
1: That's true. I agree so, with that message.
0: Thank you for once. Yeah. You know, anytime. going back to that raw chicken that uh, Justine's eaten out of the fridge to make that scene. Um, it's actually sugar
1: i saw that does that mean like a fondant kind of thing like how did they make it not real out of sugar i guess yeah it's obviously
0: not like coming out of a bag of you know granulated sugar right into the bowl um but you know the actress said that like while it didn't disgust her from chicken it did disgust her from candy for life Oof, that sucks what a terrible life to live. Ruins Halloween. Seriously? Well, the changes are coming fast and hard when she's puking up about 10 of my grandma's old tangled up hairnets. Um, that like was if, icky. Painful to watch. Um, Now, I don't know what that was. Okay. Like if Fair. I had to compare it to anything, uh, it would be like a cat throwing up a hairball. But where yeah, the cat's
1: hair, yeah, but like where, where they the were cat is chewing on her hair and stuff
0: oh well, it was like where you know the the, the magicians are pulling scarves out of their mouth one by one <laughs> and they're all knotted up yeah. I didn't know wh- I didn't know where that was, but I, I that's that was a lot though it was like a whole head of hair. It was gross mm.
1: it was like hair coming up out of a shower drain.
0: Yeah, okay, and get there it and you go. start
1: pulling it up.
0: Yeah, see, I haven't had to deal with that in a while. So, uh I've thank never goodness. done
1: that, but I've been there when other people did and complained about it to me.
0: Oh god, it's pretty awful. Like you put that little it doesn't matter. So Casey, please tell me <laughs> that you and your sister have peed standing up in a moment of bonding before. <laughs> um
1: <laughs> We haven't. Um, I can probably count on two hands the number of times I've peed standing up in my life. So I was kind of fascinated that this chick could, like, aim.
0: Did you say two hands? That's a lot of fingers, Casey.
1: I feel like most people have peed outside more than ten times. Am I wrong in thinking that? Like, camping (sighs) and shit like that counts.
0: Okay. Okay. So what are you, like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. James, we're we're men, and James we can like. My
2: point.
0: <laughs> yeah, but James, but James is you know giving a false equivalence here because like whereas you know one of us is concave, the other is convex. Okay, and like, uh, like we, we so can, cool. it does make sense, James, if you know the definitions. Damn it, James, we can we can point and. Draw in the snow. It, well, I mean, I, I'm sure Casey can draw in the snow. I'm not, I'm not doubting your artistic Not ability. with my pee. Okay, I well, can't. I mean, it, I it would be to like... If I do
1: that, like, just squat regular and, like, pee outward, I would do... But I'm do not talking about squatting. I'm talking just, about
0: standing up.
1: Well, I can't do that shit either. I'd be like... Well, apparently neither I'm can Justine. i all over myself and fall over.
0: <laughs> well, Justine can't either. But this scene did crown the hammer of this film, and it would be Alex.
1: (laughs) Is it because of her butt? That cake. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alex is caked all the way up.
1: Alex is very pretty.
0: So, from a woman's perspective, what was this scene, Rick? Just kidding. Casey? (laughs) Casey?
1: um okay so i actually have thought about this scene a lot
0: i have two different reasons go ahead
1: <laughs> thank you for clarifying thank you. um i thought about this scene a lot because i have when once we get a little further into the movie like what i feel that it like is about ultimately um and this scene doesn't really figure into that thought it's like it's just a weird bonding moment, and I know the movie gets into a, like a lot of animalistic qualities, and maybe it's something like that, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it, if that makes sense.
0: It, it Okay, it does make sense. It makes sense what you're saying. Um, I guess I needed that from a woman's perspective because I just took it as more chaos to an already chaotic movie
1: that <laughs> too. Well, I mean, it was a you know, funny nothing shows. Scene,
0: yeah, it's a very and funny it scene.
1: That as a dynamic to a lot of the creepy, serious shit.
0: Yeah, you did have to have some type of, you know, comic relief and I guess urinary relief. But while nothing shows a sister's love, quite like giving her a Brazilian wax for the first time. Nothing at all. Not peeing on top of a building. Nothing. No, that my sister and I have each
1: other's legs. But... Nothing. But, but never... Um, never that. I don't think I trust Brasil. very many people to do that. Okay, but there
0: are a number of people that you can I mean, count well, on your many, many fingers.
1: There are professionals.
0: Okay. Well, after watching this the, scene... Yeah. Let me just say from the male perspective now. Just grow it out, y'all. We ain't worth it, <laughs> and neither is any female partner you may have. Nobody's worth anything. <laughs> to do with
1: waxing or just in yeah,
0: general. Yeah, don't don't go wax yourself. Just just <laughs> let it go. We will eventually get over it as your partners. Don't torture yourself. But also yourself.
1: if you do choose to do it, then do it.
0: If you do choose to do it, stop choosing to do it. That's oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's worth it. But, you know, um, when that wax gets stuck, or I guess won't, you know, tear away because it's supposed to get stuck, or it won't tear away. Like, I'm I, I much like those theater goers in Sweden, fainted and ran to the bathroom to vomit. More fainted. Okay, I didn't faint, but goddamn, I wanted to. That might have just been with the wax part. The the part where it gets stuck, where the where it won't tear away.
1: But not um, the you, subsequent events. Just that bit.
0: Just the part where she's trying to pull it up and and it won't go, and you see the skin coming up and yeah. like the hair won't tear away. Yeah, man. Mm, can't do it, James. Just for research, I'm going to give you a Brazilian wax, okay? We're going to film it. So get your best banana hammock.
1: We're we're creating a podcast Patreon and OnlyFans, if you will.
0: (laughs) What say you, James?
3: I don't know if I could take it, Bill.
0: Well, you're sure not going to give it. So either it happens with you or it happens with nobody.
3: I'm tough, but I ain't that tough.
0: <laughs> Not at all.
1: I think so I you guys, help, guys should believe in yourselves more. Well, I prefer
0: we just know ourselves more. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. You know what? i tell you what. I'll lay down beside you, James, and we'll have Rick do it to both of us. It'll be like our film and Louise. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, get your hands ready, buddy.
1: He's just fine with it. <laughs>
0: I guess so. He's I just guess waiting so, for Rick. a
1: time and place. <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting he for the outlook him.
0: invite. <laughs> yeah, he's just waiting for that calendar invite. So I need help understanding something. Like during the during this waxing scene. This horrible, horrible scene. Alex cuts off her own finger, and I don't know how it happened.
1: Wax on. She's trying to cut the wax off.
2: And she Uh slipped and cut her finger. Dog walking up at the beginning. I was like, really?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, like, wasn't even pushed away. Like, she's laying there like, "Uh, is that you, Alex? (laughs) Just lapping it up. So, if you weren't convinced by the Salisbury steak or the Philly cheese steak, um, like, maybe this will convince you that some fuckery is definitely a foot. A Once foot? Alex, a finger. A foot, fuckery is a finger. Once <laughs> Alex is lopped off that digit, Justine picks up the finger, and I'm thinking to save it for reattachment like a good friend would do. A good sister would No,
1: I, as soon as she saw it and picked it up, I was like, uh.
0: God, not at fucking all. She starts gnawing on that thing like James gnaws on those Hooters flats. Like holding it at both ends, man. Just sucking the blood out of the end, savoring every drop.
1: This is when oh. I had to pause it and think about what I was watching.
0: If you'd told me I had to pause this movie at one point, I would have said, was it during the finger scene? Yeah. It doesn't help that that ominous. Uh, I think it was an organ music. That's uh, you know, yeah playing. It really amplifies the derangement here. I mean, I, 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 I know what. With yeah, I know how you feel about it. You know how I feel about it. What about you, Rick? What say you about this scene? Uh. I mean, I thought, you know, when she
2: lost her finger, she was going to reattach it. And she's over there, you know, munching on it. And I'm like, oh, okay. She's <laughs> she still called uh, you know, 112 or whatever. Yeah, nine, the version 911. So.
0: Well, James, I know uh, when you probably read this, this parent's guide and you saw that there was a, a finger scene between two sisters, you were probably pretty excited.
3: I was excited until I saw what was going on.
0: <laughs> when you saw that uh <laughs> that little Vienna sausage with the baby uh, sweet baby raised barbecue sauce on it. Mm. Is this also where you got squeamish?
3: I didn't like it one bit.
0: <laughs> well, one would think after this things would just get better, right? Hydrogen peroxide, you know, a little hydrogen peroxide, some ivermectin, and this bloodlust is just taken care of. It wasn't, though. It wasn't. No, dog. Alex is out, you know, running cars off the road for feasting time, like eating dudes. Are uh, they're not even dead yet?
1: Yeah, she was he, like, he, he's not going to make it, chomp.
0: Yeah, he's not going to make it after I eat his face off. Right. Like, this is real deal cannibal shit. Okay, and Justine's changing. Like, not only with her need to feed, but her demeanor and her acceptance of it all is gone from, like, I don't want this to, you know, hard to, you know, hard to feed, you know. But her her demeanor and acceptance <clears throat> of it, it's all, you know, it's. It's going to, like... I don't know. She's staring at anyone she wants to sink her teeth into. I got the need need for speed. The need to to feed. feed. So what are y'all seeing from Justine at this point? There's changes happening, and not just physical.
1: So something that I thought a lot about during this movie is that this movie is incredibly sexual and like we go from her like shyly telling a doctor that she's a virgin to her like bloodlust and like regular lust of like seeking flesh in any form so she's okay. gone from this you know vegetarian virgin girl like very sheltered so it seemed whatever and then she eats a raw rabbit thing gets a rash all over her body and then starts eating meat in any form that she can get her hands on
0: she's got these carnivorous cravings
1: right like carnal urges
3: this makes me very uncomfortable
1: (laughs) did you not think anything about that I don't know I mean it's very like coming of age like, she's coming to a dramatic turn in her life, and it gets really sexual during this movie. I
2: didn't understand why the sisters were really close. I mean, at one point, I was like, are they together? Or, I mean, it was just kind of like, okay, you're that so close? So you're, you're...
0: Questioning, the, questioning the relationship between the sisters. Like, were they biological it's, sisters, or maybe...
2: Right, yeah, you're pissing outside on a rooftop next to each other. Like,
1: okay. That's uh, not. <sighs> careful, Casey. <that> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. All <laughs> um, well, sisters do.
0: Like, you know.
1: So okay.
0: <laughs> Rick, I will pee outside with you right now if it makes you feel better.
3: Pissing on a hot tin roof. Cats <laughs> pissing on a hot tin roof, Bill. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's not
3: weird to do. <laughs> Yeah.
1: If I had to pee in front of my sister, it wouldn't be that weird. I feel like she would say the same thing.
3: You'd go up on a tin roof.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, ideally, tin roof, but um, it wouldn't. And there, I'd be
0: under it, asleep. It's like, oh, it's raining. I'm going to have the best sleep of my life. I'm feeling drowsy all of a
1: sudden. But I feel like if I told her something about, like, we were in a situation be, where we had to pee outside together, it would probably be funny.
3: Why am I so drowsy? Casey <laughs> and her sister must be coming of age.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong in saying this? I mean, I don't think I'm wrong. I'm asking, like, did you guys have any of these thoughts about it being like a coming of age movie and looking at like the sexual dynamic that the movie contains alongside the need for flesh? Yes. Definitely.
3: Fingers, it was okay, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's her own character arc, I guess. Um, We'll know why no one else is really going through this uh, that we know of, you know, later. But I mean, Justine's feeling herself, you know, like she's all blood in blood out now, you know, dancing all sensual, gyrating her hips and licking this mirror and wearing um,
1: different clothes.
0: Yeah. a Different type of clothes. You know, she's definitely feeling uber sexual now, yeah. I guess, maybe not sexual, but definitely sensual. Hell, I mean, I used to do the same thing back in my day in my little baseball uniform. Hell, I'd wear like a cup two sizes too big and just smack myself on it with my bat. Just
1: eat a raw chicken breast?
0: Eat a raw chicken breast? Well, maybe not a breast, like a thigh or a a drumstick. I don't like white meat. (laughs) You should know that. (laughs) But you know, with every high comes an equal and opposite low. You know, when Justine doesn't get them platelets on her palate, uh, she starts feeling uh, the withdrawals. Tough scene to watch uh, if you've, you know, got loved ones who might have gone through any type of, you know, drug issues or something. You know, they, they drew the inspiration from the scene from Train Spotters,
1: which um, I love. Very
0: Beautiful. good film.
3: I had an episode today. So I went out <clears throat> vanting with the old lady today.
0: I'm sorry. What was that verb? vanting. Okay, just making sure.
3: And I said, "Let's go to the China buffet."
0: Oh yeah, like one does on a on a pretty Sunday.
3: Well, pulled up to the China buffet, and the damn place was closed, Bill.
0: Surely not.
3: They was closed on vacation till the thirtieth. What? That well that's only two
0: days, but like how long they've been off? Through the window. Is there a is there a Chinese holiday that I don't know about? Well I'm sure there are a ton of Chinese holidays I don't know about.
3: They celebrate Thanksgiving Bill.
0: But for that many days?
1: They could go uh, visit their
0: family somewhere. I'm still that's, pissed off. That's true. I, I guess that that's, you know, because what's the, uh, I guess, popular thought that, like, if you want to order, order out on Christmas, like, the only thing you can really order is Chinese food, right? Muslim yeah,
1: I've gotten Christmas Chinese Christmas on Thanksgiving food.
0: before. You've gotten Chinese on Thanksgiving?
1: Yeah.
0: Man, I would go for some turkey fried rice.
1: I didn't get that.
3: Well, I was yeah. madder in
1: hell.
0: And you just damned the whole country of China, didn't you? Hong Kong yeah. included.
3: <laughs> I was having withdrawals, Bill.
0: <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's where we tie it back into the withdrawals. Yeah. That's what I was talking okay. about. Okay. Okay. I got you now. Well, you know like well, what is what is Justine doing though, like she deservedly tries to bite the lips off of this painted man. Not not Morgan Freeman from Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, but an elder from the hazing committee. I was pretty satisfied with that, but it looked like yeah. she was about to give it up. You know, um, he was pretty. Say I wouldn't say forceful, but kind of,
1: kind, kind of, of. Yeah, he was super like coercive in a negative yeah, way
0: coercive there's the there's the word i'm looking for um yeah definitely coercive and like i was pretty satisfied with that her you know biting his soup coolers off um but i thought we were gonna get this weird sex scene where like probably toxic paint wasn't gonna go in all the wrong holes Ugh. yeah glad that didn't happen but uh she finally decides to let the uh, the bisexual roommate take her V card. I don't know if he was known to be bisexual through the movie. I know he was known to be just straight up gay throughout the movie. And then finally, he takes her V card. So
1: I think they had vibes from the beginning, though.
0: Maybe, maybe. And yeah, but we knew him to have male partners. We didn't yeah. know him to have female yet, which he's had a whole life before this movie, you know. So who knows? Yeah. Um. But, you know, I can't really be happy for him yet because, like, when she's licking him all over, I can't help but think she's finna rip out his juggler with those incisors.
1: Mm-hmm. I was thinking I that, thought, too. Yeah, I thought this was well, a setup. I think she did and, try to bite him because I think when he was saying stop, I think that it's because she was trying to bite him.
0: I think she, w- you know what, if she wanted to bite him, she would have bitten him. I think she was probably having an internal struggle. Like, do I do it? Do I, do I hurt him? I, I dig him. So do I dig him enough to not want to hurt him in spite of my bloodlust? Right. That's how I took it. So, you know, she ends up just biting, you know, into her, her her own arm.
1: And having a great time doing
0: it. Having a wonderful time. But, you know, like, this film's full of, like, abstract messages here that I'm probably missing. Um... Some of them have become, like, more clear as we've, you know, talked it out. Um, but at this point, I'm really just taking this movie at at face value. You know, the French have never been very artistic, after all.
1: Yeah, that's notorious.
0: Yeah, they're notoriously unartistic people.
1: Yeah, French listeners everywhere. Sorry.
0: Yeah, they've never had any famous painters or anything like that.
3: <laughs> well, the French were very artistic. Or is that autistic?
0: Artistic. Oh, God. No, me... no, no. Another subject, Bill. He's on the artistic spectrum.
3: One from our flavored past. Uh,
0: let, let's use a different adjective for our past
3: <laughs> colorful.
0: <laughs> I'll take that. Artistic. <laughs> autistic past. <laughs> It could be mistaken as such.
3: Well, Bill, uh-huh. they've, seen the, they've seen the white thing again. Oh no! Recently, on Hey Westmoreland, they've been talking <laughs> about the white thing.
0: Let's be very clear to our listeners and our panel that when James refers to the white thing, he is not talking <laughs> about his penis. <laughs>
3: No, this is a cryptid animal.
0: Would you say this is uh, very Sasquatchy?
3: Mm, I don't know if it's a Sasquatch or a Skinwalker.
0: Oh, so it's changed forms over the years. That's good. So this isn't quite like the Yeti. This is a uh, uh, very Jim. okay. Okay, Something so there's different. been a sighting. You say? Yep. Any member of the Brown family bring this up?
3: No, no, I seen it on Facebook. Oh, then, well, that's the validity I need. I started talking about it again, Bill.
0: (sighs) Well, you know, I was about to say there are a lot of gaspy moments in this in this film, but James just delivered us a gaspy moment with that white thing. And, uh, you know, while Justine is spiraling into a void, I believe you are, too, James. Another and time we're
3: at your house, Bill. Oh, boy. I heard that screaming out there.
0: Yeah. And me just kidding? crossing my fingers, hoping it's my mom. <laughs>
3: that's pretty wild. Anyway, that's all I want to let you know. It started again.
0: Well, I'm gonna. You're gonna have to send me links, um, and we will talk further about the nonsense that you're spewing upon me, and I'll be glad to do so. But meanwhile, we're talking about Justine spiraling into just a void. But again, that that's the only story I'm really seeing here. Like, I don't know where a lot of this movie is going. What it's leading up to. Um. Again, I'm just taking it at face value. I don't know where it's going. I guess things start to pick up a little bit when, you know, Justine and her sister have, you know, their fight. Um, Now, that fight is somehow both weird and hot. But yeah. it didn't last very long. Like It didn't last long enough before they're separated by these two guys who... Apparently wanted to put him in a, you know, put him in the dog pound. I don't know what that was about, but it was like as soon as they got their hands on Alex and Justine, like they turned into my German Shepherd when I hold his collar and won't let him chase a car. That was kind of a weird scene at the end. Did you get that kind of canine vibe?
1: Kind of. It was like definitely like two dogs fighting. When they were, like, going after each other and biting each other. It was very much that. But it it was just so weird because, like, you would see something happen and Justine would be horrified. But then she would go back and do something else. Like, when she bit that guy's lip off but she found the lip, like, stuck in her teeth, she still ate it. And we're just seeing, (laughs) like... Yeah, we're just seeing, like, shit getting grosser and grosser. And finally there comes this altercation with her sister where you're really seeing you know we've seen her sister like eat a person but we're seeing an, yet another example that her sister and her are struggling with the same condition
0: so somewhere along the timeline of this crazy ride the roommate Adrian we probably heard the name before but it just occurred to me when this scene popped up and Justine I mean, they finally become a thing. You know, we, we felt the vibes earlier, it's finally a thing. Um, so like like you do, you know, when you spend a lot of time with each other, you know, Justine wakes up in bed, begins to kindly uh, you know, caress Adrian while he's sleeping, but she pulls back a bloody hand. Eck. And comes unglued. So, like, big chunk eaten from the thigh of Ugh, Adrian. That was gross. Yeah, because you see the bone in there. So they got down there deep. Oof. But that that was just, you know, the insult to injury, was it not? that That wasn't even the main issue.
1: It was that Alex killed him?
0: Absolutely. Got yeah. a big stab
1: wound in his back.
0: And it's revealed, or rather inferred, that it was Alex who sent him to the Gulag. Find her around the corner, you know. And... Like just
1: laying there in a daze.
0: <laughs> was she laying there in a daze? I thought she had something in her hands, like a video game controller.
1: Oh, maybe I, missed I don't that fucking then. know. But she, looked hey, both out things of it. can be true. Both things, can yeah. Be true. I guess that's true. She like as soon as she gets super, up, though, she looked out, out of it.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, because the shower comes and she's just standing there in a in a day. So, I mean, this one was just a lot of going from bad to worse as far as like character situation goes. Um, you know, Alex goes to prison for the obvious reasons. Um, I just want to remind everybody that Alex is the hammer of this film.
1: She is, yeah,
0: without a doubt, without a doubt. But this shitty Belgian film wouldn't be complete okay. without without a twist, now would it?
1: I like this movie.
0: It's not terrible.
1: I liked it a lot.
0: Did you like the twist? Yeah, I did. What was and the, the twist?
1: twist was Justine is as back at home with her parents, who we briefly met at the beginning of the movie. They are vegetarians as well. We kind of discussed that. Wonderful. People. And she's, yeah. She's sitting at the table, and her mom kind of gets up to do something, and her dad's talking to her, and her dad's kind of a soft-spoken guy. And he says, you know, that it's not your fault. It's not your sister's fault. Things are just different, blah, blah, blah. And he basically unbuttons his shirt and implies to us that their mom, the first time they ever kissed, bit him. And as he's unbuttoning, you just see that his chest is covered in, like, scar tissue wounds scars like just tore up from the floor up
0: the parents sent justine to the school where they knew the intention required her to eat meat thus giving her the same affliction
1: now here's my question the dad doesn't have it though
0: That yeah, I don't I think you're correct. I think he is just on the receiving end of some of that. Um I do believe it is just Justine's mother who has the cannibalism situation going on. So
1: that's another like female specific thing that we see in the movie and you know, we see a lot of sexuality stuff and I think instead of like Carrie getting her period during the movie, I think their coming of age thing is eating meat, like consuming f- flesh for the first time. Both
0: have to do a lot with blood.
1: Yeah. So,
0: can we also infer that Justin's yeah. father was a lot lizard? <laughs> Calm down, James. It
1: was a lot lizard? I know lizard. you don't like,
0: well, you know, could be. <laughs> yeah, that a lot
1: lizard, though.
3: <laughs> just, who? a lizard.
0: Well, you know, at the end when uh, Justine's dad shows his scars and Justine's all surprised. Like,
1: has she never seen his chest before? Yeah, I kind of wondered about that, too. He also says, you'll find a solution, honey. So his thing is I mean, kind of I guess find something that you can chew on for the rest of your life.
0: Well, that guy's dead, so she's going to have to find somebody new.
1: Oh, Adrian? Yeah. Yeah,
0: he's definitely but what, did the, what did the critics have to say about this one, Casey?
1: Um, They weren't mad about it. This movie did pretty well as far as the way it was received. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 91% approval score. What? And, uh... Yeah, it's, people liked it. Me included. Have we reviewed anything with a score that high before? I don't think so. I'll be damned. Um, But one of the positive reviews, uh, I actually, on the first page of Rotten Tomatoes, there are no negative reviews. Um, Frenchy.
0: We didn't catch that, James. Nor did I. Where to go, Frenchie. Go. Oh. Instead of calling it Rotten Tomatoes, you just call it Belgian Waffles. Carry yep. on. No negative uh, reviews.
1: It's a, it says, Du Cornell's feature film debut Raw joins the canon with the French teen cannibal coming-of-age story I didn't know I was waiting for.
0: Okay, that's 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 good. That's
1: really good. Looking for a bad review. Not finding it. Well, look no
0: further than our very own Memphis Menace Rick.
1: (laughs) Oh, Rick, you didn't like it?
2: It was okay. It wasn't like amazing or phenomenal. It's kind of boring, honestly.
0: I remember Rick texting me 30 minutes into his view saying, This movie is boring.
2: And I'll admit, yeah, the first was, half
0: hour was boring.
2: Uh, yeah, I was 30 minutes in. I was like, is this going to be this slow the whole time? Like For was, reference,
0: not- the movie really didn't start to pick up until about the 40-minute mark.
2: I thought it was going to be more horror than drama, and I guess that's why I was kind of like, eh, it was okay.
0: I guess when, you, when you've... Think about how horror is subjective. Maybe a lot of times we look at it from the perspective of a victim. And while, yes, Justine is a victim here. Um, a lot of times we need to put ourselves in the place of the protagonist... To say, hey, would I be horrified in this situation? Some people can do that, others can't. Just like I watch a movie and I'm not squeamish at all, usually, whereas Casey will occasionally pause a film, you know, recalibrate, get back into it. If I'm in Justine's place, I am absolutely horrified by what's going on. So I would I would say it has a place you know, in uh, the horror spectrum. But there's drama aplenty in this film, Rick. Make no mistake.
1: I think it's obviously less scientific because the storyline is a teenage girl versus an adult scientist. But it's body horror a la The Fly, like a slow course change over time. You're looking at, like, you know as that example like Clive Barker Cronenberg kind of shit where we're seeing absolute knockdown gross out stuff from this teenage girl
3: save the drama for your mama
1: they sure didn't James how
0: about those final thoughts on Raw I give it one
3: sleepy eyelid closed
1: what about the other one what's it up to
0: I mean if it's not closed it must be open.
1: Wide open though.
3: True. Looking and disgusted because this <laughs> movie made, made me sick.
0: <laughs> it was very gory. It was very bloody. And they don't prepare you for what you're about to see. There's no build up to some of this. I mean, she just picked up that finger off the floor and went after it. There's no staring long and hard at the finger. It was just, hey, what's instinct. that taste like?
1: Yep. Animalistic instinct.
3: This movie made me uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> but it's supposed to. It did a good job of doing that then.
0: And Casey, your final thoughts on Raw.
1: I was not entertained. There we go Um, I've made it pretty clear that I enjoyed this movie a lot Um, It's one that I've been wanting to watch for months And when last week I didn't really have anything prepared on what to watch I was like, well, I want to see that movie We'll all talk about that and see how it goes It's pretty severe, it's pretty icky But I thought it was really well done And visually really appealing It's a good looking movie
0: No doubt So, who's got the next pick for... uh, You do. I just wanted to hear it said.
3: Oh, God. Meanwhile, back at
0: bragging camp.
1: (laughs) Bragging camp because it's his turn.
0: (laughs) I earned it. I didn't just (laughs) wait around for it to happen. Well, guys, next week, the film we're going to watch
3: Join in next week when you hear the crashy old yeah. podcast uh you got that james what do you call it? yeah say hey Rick man let me hold a dollar
0: <laughs> <laughs> next week guys we're gonna watch a film that you will find on 2b TV and guys if this film is not on your holiday season playlist,
3: Oh no! Planes, trains, and automobiles.
0: Then you are wrong. Listen, if we're watching any Steve Martin film on this podcast, it's going to be the jerk. Um, but this is slashers and screamers, not slappers and laughers. So, <laughs> thank you, Rick. Yeah, it wasn't we're going to be watching. It wasn't at all. But we're going to watch the <laughs> 1974 classic Christmas slasher starring the likes of Olivia Hussey, Margot Kidder, and John Saxon. It's going to be Black Christmas. The original. I thought you were
1: going to do Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, so I'm grateful in this one instance. Well,
0: Thanksgiving's over. And <laughs> it's it, by the time we roll back around, it will be... In the uh, the Ides of September or of, of December, so we're gonna go with Black Christmas, and again, you will find it on Tubi TV. The '74 version. Don't look at the uh, early '2000s version. I think it was early yeah, '2000s, right? It's like uh,
3: Black Dracula.
0: Exactly like Black Dracula. All black, black cast. Richard Roundtree movie? is gonna be in it. Um. No, hey. this is definitely not. Um, yeah, th- there's no black Santa Claus, um if if that's what you're asking. Black Dracula is a fantastic film though. <laughs> we may You know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to watch that one eventually one day and I'm going to get James Alexander back on the show. He would love to watch Black Dracula with us.
3: Oh, good.
0: <laughs> that's right. Two Jameses for the price of one. Both of them. You're going to be overpaying for. So, for the- Black Christmas to TV. Guys, you guys got anything before we sign this mother off? <clears throat>
2: I was going to say, it's on Pluto TV, Peacock, Tubi, Voodoo, Crackle. So it's not just on Tubi.
3: I can tell you one thing for certain.
0: For what? <laughs> Shooting. <laughs> right, go ahead, Mr. Connery. <clears throat> Bigfoot's
3: real, man. i <laughs>
0: For the godfather of droll James, for the Memphis menace Rick, and for final girl Casey, I am Billy Graves. This was the Slashers and Screamers Podcast. We're catching the game.